Hi, this is Kim. Welcome to the Weekend Sober. Sorry we're late this week. We had winter break last week for the kids' school vacation, so we were away and busy, and we're glad to be back, though. Um, We're just getting our feet on the ground over here. Welcome. Okay, so um, I have Evan here with me today. Um, We're going to chat a little bit. So we were on vacation last week. Evan, you want to say hi? Hi, people. Do they really want to hear from me again? (laughs) Yes, they do. Um, We... We thought today we would talk about our vacation last week um, because I feel like it's good to reflect on how different things are now that we vacation and I don't drink anymore Um, because I think a lot of people who are starting out on their journeys with sobriety really struggle with the idea of going on vacation and thinking about not drinking on vacation is really hard for those people in the beginning. Um, and I know it was for me last year when we took our first vacation, um, you know, my first sober vacation. So I thought we can reflect on how the week went for us, you know. Um, the two weeks? Oh, yeah. ended up being two weeks. Almost two weeks. Um, yeah. So... We went away to um, down to an island in the U.S. Virgin Islands with some friends, um, and we don't often we don't vacation a lot. Like this is really special. Like you work a lot, and the kids play a lot of sports, so we don't go away a, a whole lot. You know, we mm-hmm. don't once or twice a year. Yeah, um, but we're busy, and so this was a really big treat to get away. Um, and in the past, when we would go away and you would actually take time off work, how would we treat it? Like, what would we do? We would. In the past? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd crack a beer at like, I'd get up, go for a workout, come home, jump in the pool and crack a beer at like 9am and feel like it was vacation time and just sort of party throughout the whole week and then come home feeling like I desperately need a vacation from my vacation before I can re-enter the real world. And I know we talked about this time, like there's, there was no need for a vacation from a vacation anymore. We always felt and do feel relaxed and energized and ready to get home and get right back to it without this sort of like, there's also none of the, you always had like vacation blues at the end. I never really got that way, but you're always like, build up the vacation so much in your mind that when it was at an end or we get home afterwards, you had like this like depression almost that, oh my God, I've been thinking about that for so long now it's over. Like, what am I going to be excited yeah. for next? And I don't know. You haven't talked like that in a while, so we haven't talked about it, but I'm guessing that you don't have the vacation blues that this is over. Yeah, really? I did not experience. That's a really good point. I did not experience the vacation blues this week at all. Two weeks. <laughs> um, I that's that's a really good point. Well, we normally to start from the beginning, we would get to the airport. Oh uh, yeah. What would we do in the airport? Yeah, I, we laugh because yeah, you, you look at these memes and everywhere you look, it's like 
there's no rules in an airport. Nobody knows what time of day it is, whether you're drinking mimosas, Bloody Marys, beers, like the bars are always open. Um, And yeah, the airport feels like an open license no matter how early in the morning to order a drink. And we had a 5 a.m. flight home here, so we were in the airport at 3.30 to come back. And I remember looking around like, oh my God, none of these restaurants are open. Like, what we've done in the past if you can't get a drink? I, yes, exactly. we in the airport it's just so funny because there that was always our first thing we would I wanted to get there early because I used to be I used to be super anxious about flying I have since my anxiety is a lot less now um I still love flying but I used to get so worried about getting the kids through the airport and they they were littler then and now I think it's just that much easier they all pulled a suitcase and um, we had a lot less bags and we didn't have to drag a car seat. So I think everything was a lot easier, Definitely. but, um, we weren't r- running to get to a bar, which then elevated my anxiety because I was like a little bit tipsy. And then I was looking for my next drink and that's honestly what it would, I would do. I would think about when I could drink again, when I could get a drink on the plane and keeping that buzz going throughout the day and then i would just be chasing that feeling the entire vacation feeling like i needed to keep that celebratory vacation buzz going for seven days straight and that initial feeling of woohoo we're doing this we're on vacation and um never being able to achieve that feeling again that 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 first sip of the drink in the airport like that was like oh we've arrived we were finally on vacation and for me personally celebration mode yeah that celebration mode but then it was just like every every time i drank after that it was like in the past never i was it was it was just like in the depression spiral throughout vacation and i'm thinking about our vacation we went to captiva a couple years ago in florida Stay at a resort and we drank during, like at lunchtime, we would bring our cocktails to the pool because we were staying in a um, resort that had a a kitchen. And I just remember feeling like my focus was not on our children. I, you were working, so you weren't drinking as much as I was, but I was definitely making cocktails, bringing them in water bottles to the pool. And I was not as focused on yeah, I was, we were taking good care of our kids. It's not like we were ignoring them in the pool and everything, but I do feel like this vacation, I was more in tune with our kids' needs and, you know, on a daily basis, waking up earlier and not hungover and not trying to, you know, worry about my next drink. It's a a very liberating feeling. Yeah, although ironically on this vacation, we were with another family, good friends of ours, who have two boys and a girl, just like us, essentially the same ages. And so there was less of a need for us to constantly engage because the kids entertained each other. And so like, this would have been one of the vacations where we could sit back and just sip on drinks all day. And the kids wouldn't have felt like we were ignoring them because they had each other. Right. Obviously we didn't. Something about a beach vacation that just screams cold beers on the beach rum drinks i don't know why but that's i feel like i don't know it's it's just they just go together and this vacation for me 
I didn't feel like I was missing out. I didn't feel like I needed it to have fun. Um, you didn't drink much. How did you feel about? I felt fine. I'm still thinking about what you said a few minutes ago oh. about the airport and being on an airplane. Like, oh. it, um, so I I read this book as you know over this vacation we were just on this Naked Mind, and I could probably talk all about that separately because it yeah. definitely has me thinking about things differently than before I read the book. By Annie um, Grace, this Naked Mind yeah, by Annie yeah. Grace. So I mean, it was actually I know you read a long time ago and you talked about it. And it's not that I ignored you. But when you interviewed Mike Margolis mm -hmm. and just hearing about how powerful that book was for him, I was like, God, this book's been so powerful for all these people. I should at least read and understand, you know, what you guys are reading and thinking and hearing. So I did. I found it incredibly enlightening. But one of the things it talks about is like everybody thinks alcohol makes you feel so good, makes you feel so good. But like eliminate the myth and just look at the facts and how does it actually make you feel? And I, you're talking about the airport and the airplane. Like I'm somebody that doesn't always, or I rarely get hung over. Um, but when I think about drinking in the airport and then getting on a plane, and I often will fall asleep on a plane no matter where we're going. To wake up on an airplane after having like two or three drinks in an airport is like the worst, the worst. feeling I think I've yeah. ever had. <laughs> like yeah. hung over on an airplane, and not even like a bad hangover. But it feels exaggerated because, because you, being up in the air yeah. is just such a bad feeling. It's more feeling. dehydrating. Hmm. It's awful. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, and then, for well, I don't know. For me, I would always be like, all right, I got to keep drinking to get past this feeling. That's how I was, at least. Yeah, I never drank on the plane. I would just go to sleep. Yeah, I would keep the drinking going. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what most people do. Yeah. Um, we, so, um, you know... We had a really incredible week in St. Croix in the Virgin Islands with our friends, and it was just so lovely. I was waking up every morning at 5 a.m. and writing, um, listening to the ocean, going to bed really early. I never once missed the drinking part of anything um, because I'm I'm pretty past all of that, but um, I... I was grateful to be sober at times because we were, you know, on our way to the airport last week to fly home. We got a notification that we, our flight from Miami to Boston was canceled because of snow. So in the past, I do believe that if I were drinking, if I were not sober, I probably would have had a few drinks before we got that notification. I do feel like I would have had some beers during the day, knowing that I would be heading probably. on a flight. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, and we would have probably been more because it's yeah. like last day of vacation. Yeah, Let's last get after day of vacation. It. Like, la, la, la. Um, I'm just so grateful that I wasn't drunk because it was such a shit show. It was just like, well, you dealt with most of it. I was just in a very zen state dealing with the kids, but um, Evan had to find us a, a different flight. He had to book us a rental car um, in Miami. and We, we got stuck in Florida yeah, for five days we got when stuck. we weren't supposed to be in Florida at all. Exactly. And um, we ended up, thank goodness, we have family in Palm Beach, so we ended up staying with people. But um could have been a really big disaster. But also, in the past, I would have been like, oh, my God, I need to drink. You know, and we would have just gotten shit faced on the plane and I just that is what I used to do is I used to turn to alcohol when I was stressed when I was 
you know, in that kind of mind. Yeah, I mean, there were the I, I, there were probably half dozen times where I looked at you over this vacation and said, a year ago, if this situation had happened, we definitely would have been drunk yeah. or had drinks in us. And could you imagine? Like, I, remember, I told you we were driving home. We had two different cars because you and Jen and the girls were in one car. And me and Nick had all the boys in the other car. And we were driving home at the end of one of the long days at a beach that was like 25 minutes away. And, you know, this is on a an island that's mountainous and the roads are curvy and up and down and we were coming around like a very tight turn and a car that was like an oh, oil God, tanker yeah. it was like the size of a semi decided to take the turn right in the middle of the and road. you're driving on the opposite side of the road and yeah and they drive on the opposite side of the road there so i had to swerve off the road like with five no seven people in the car yeah. six people in the car it swerved off the road to avoid this car and thankfully, I didn't have to. I was on the inside, not on the side that had like the steep cliff that would have. Yeah. Oh my, God, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. But I was like, holy shit. I like, I can't believe that just happened. That car almost killed all of us. Like, I was somewhat half asleep driving home from a long day in the sun. Like, I couldn't imagine if I was trying to do that after having, I wouldn't have never done it drunk, but just having a couple beers or a few beers in your system from a couple hours before that, you know, just. Makes you that much more tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, coming home at 5 a.m. yesterday, was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday with, you know, dealing with a rental car, it hurts. They weren't open. You and I almost, at one point you were like, get on the plane. I may see you in Boston when I see you. We almost, like you almost stayed in Florida yesterday. I mean, you texted me, thank God for your sobriety. Like if you... I don't know if you would have trusted me, like if I was like hungover, because I would have been like, uh, "What? What am I doing?" You know. I still like, can't believe you got the bags checked in by yourself. <laughs> hey, <laughs> seriously, you make me sound so incompetent. I mean, I was a little nervous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did curbside. I was proud of myself. The Palm Beach Airport. We had a flight at 5 a.m. and I learned that day that was like the second day they started doing 5 a.m. flights and the rental car places weren't open. The airport staff wasn't ready until past four. Like, I mean, there was nobody was not, in the airport. They were just learning how to facilitate 5 a.m. flights, and they're not doing a very good job. But, so it was a bit of a chaotic mess when you're on three hours of sleep. But anyways, it you know, like, it was a totally exciting, wonderful trip for these kids. They had the best time ever, and I am so glad that I wasn't drinking for this trip. I was so present for all of it, and um, I really am grateful for every bit of it. Yeah, it was and awesome. But we're going to keep it real on this podcast, right? Like, we don't have to just talk about the goods. We can talk about Okay, well, the... what? Well, I, I know that you have to get back to work, so I'm trying to... <laughs> like, okay, what, what? Um, well, we can just push pause and continue this, too, right? Okay, yeah. Um, and this isn't just about vacation, but this is, like, life in general now with yeah. Sober Kim. Um, what? you go to sleep, you get up super early and you go to sleep very early. I was so waiting like, for you to say this. Okay. Yeah, so no, vacation is, that is a huge difference than you think about vacations in the past. Like it's not all, and maybe for you, that is a really good thing because once it got late at night, you were just so drunk, you were blacked out often. And yeah, so it was just that's a true. Actually, that's true. Like I didn't even remember after eight o'clock anyways. I was even enjoying, if I was awake. even though you were blacked out, I didn't always know you were blacked out. And so nighttime was like, oh, kids are finally in bed. We can relax. And 
in my mind, I was just like sipping on a beer and we were yeah, hanging out, having, chatting. Hanging out For chatting me, the lights were out. I was already done anyways. All right, well, I so I might as well have gone to bed. All right. But wait, like now I am putting, so the the way our routine went, you would like get the kids all tucked in. Then I would come in. I'd be like reading to them and talking to them before they go to bed. As soon as I walk out of the kids' room, you're already asleep. Like, <laughs> I don't even get a good night anymore. You're out cold. And some nights I'd go work for another hour or a couple hours. But basically, my night ended with saying goodnight to the kids and you're already in bed. So that <laughs> That's because I was getting up at 5 a.m. Like, I get it. Would you rather have me blacked out and drunk every night until midnight? No, I want Sober Kim to hang out with me past when the kids go to bed. <laughs> Can't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang out with me at 5 a.m. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm up in the morning and at night, but you require more sleep than I do. I do. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I can't be perfect. Okay, so this vacation you didn't drink a whole lot, but you did drink. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. You want me to talk about what it's like as a drinker to be married to a non-drinker on vacation with drinkers? Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. Go for it. Um, well, we had we kind of had two different vacations, right? Because the first week we were in St. Croix with our really good friends um, who both drank what I would call normal drinkers. Um, and then the second half, we were just by ourselves at, um, at my parents' house. So um, it was – we talked earlier that I, I'm not – like, I don't think I'm somebody that drinks in excess. I don't really drink much during the week. I'll have fun on the weekends or if we go out to dinner and stuff. But, and so I think you've sort of painted me as like somebody that was easy to stop drinking or drink less because I didn't really drink that much. Um, but vacations were always different, right? Like vacations for me were like a time where I was like, okay, now I'm on vacation. I'm going to let loose and relax. And we would often drink kind of like, starting early in the day and I never I still never was like blacking out or like sloppy fall over drunk but you were the first one to order a drink at the beach yeah I was the first one to crack a beer and sort of get the party going and just sort of go easily through the day and just in my mind sort of relax kick back enjoy and do something that I on vacation that I would never do during normal times but in for me I would say oh like Free license to drink all day, like zero to sixty at breakfast. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> oh, Evan's drinking for once, so woo! Time <laughs> um, <laughs> so, to get after it. <laughs> so I definitely vacations now, right? I don't do that at all. Obviously, you know, I wasn't not drinking in the airport. We talked about that earlier. Um, I don't. I find that I I think about it differently than I used to, um, in part because. Like, you're not looking to drink so it's not like there's somebody else that's encouraging me but i also since you've stopped drinking i you know and i have read this book or vacation i have like self-reflected more about how does alcohol really make me feel um and in particular on vacations like when we're in a sunny place just like being in an airport and waking up on an airplane a few hours later like if i'm sitting outside in the sun on a beach like drink tastes good when it is like hitting your lips because it's cold and refreshing. But like an hour later, I got a headache. I'm like 
swollen, I'm uncomfortable, I get cranky. I mean, I do, I get cranky and then I have like a short fuse with the kids. Um, you know, unless it, you're just like with a bunch of other friends and adults where it's sort of party mode and you don't have to do anything else. You don't have to parent. Right. It's, um, I don't really like the effects it has on me afterwards. So, you know, when we were on vacation, the first week we were in St. Croix, I think I, I don't, I, I know I didn't drink at all on the beach and it's almost like I felt bad when somebody offers me a drink and I say no, like not feel bad the first time, but few times in a row, it's like, oh, I feel like I'm letting other people down by not partying with them. But I just didn't like how it made me feel in the middle of the day. Um, but I would still, we'd come home at night and I'd, you know, have a beer, maybe sometimes two, like around five o'clock when we're like trying to get dinner ready and sort of settling down at like the end of the day. I mean, that was basically the only time I drank is that time of day. I mean, it's fascinating that you, it's you feel this sense of obligation to drink because that's what people do on vacation. And and it gets to this point. It's like, why even bother, you know? Yeah. Well, I said to you when I was reading the book, um, The Snake and Mine, right? In the very first chapter, one of the sentences that really hit me and I was like, whoa, it said something along the lines of like alcohol is the only drug in the world that you have to justify not taking, right? Yeah. Like if you tell somebody you don't want to drink, you have to explain it or justify it. Um, and it's like, holy shit, yeah, that is kind of true. Why is that? Um, and I, there's a lot more behind that, obviously. I'm not going to try to delve into the whole book. But it just, it definitely had me thinking through a different lens um, while we were on vacation. You know, the second half when we were at my parents' house, we got stuck in Florida for five days. Um, I didn't really think much of it, but looking back, I got, I never, I didn't have a single drink when we were there. And I think that's probably because my parents didn't have any beer in the fridge where I wouldn't like open the fridge and look at it and be like, oh yeah, that looks good right now. Right. We went to the grocery store and we didn't, like we never, I never went and bought stuff to stock up there. Um, but it's sort of like, I guess, I don't know if I'd say entirely out of sight, out of mind, but um, I wasn't looking for a way to go find a beer to have one. By yeah. myself right yeah and you wake up feeling good every day and i did a fair amount of work down there i felt like i had a clear head and you don't feel like you need a break a vacation from your vacation no that's i know that was one of the that is one of the best things is you feel totally rested when you come home yeah and going back to what you said before you know i don't i didn't end with that feeling of total depressed low needing to reset myself which is what alcohol would do to me at the end of vacation after i was drinking and drinking and drinking i would be so in such a bad place by the end and it, and it was honestly like i would feel so anxious and and, and depressed because that's because that's what alcohol did to me um, we we also had this weird second half of the vacation where our flight home got canceled and we were weren't supposed to be in florida and we were stuck there for five days um I wonder, and so by the end of that, we're like, holy shit, we got to get home. Like, kids are driving kids us nuts. Are driving, so we got to get back to routine. We got to get yeah. home. Like, we missed multiple weeks of sports now. Um, I wonder if we had just flown home from St. Croix and we were supposed to, if you would have had any sort of like uh, letdown of, yeah. Like, yeah, sad, missed it, because we clearly were just ready to get home. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we had a really good, solid trip and. I don't feel, I, I think in the past I had regrets, which is why 
Um, maybe I felt that way because I regretted the things that I did and I was mad at myself um, for drinking too much and not being the person I wanted to be. Um, mother I wanted to be, you know, wife I wanted to be, but I don't live that way anymore. I don't feel like I'm like regretting and, and I'm not ashamed of the things that I'm doing. Instead, I was waking up every day rejuvenated early. I got up and I worked on some writing projects before the kids, before anybody got up while it was, you know, I sat out by the ocean and listened to the waves and by the moonlight and we had full, wonderful, productive days in the sun with the kids, enjoyed really quality time, great quality time with friends. And I don't have any like pit, like any kind of pit in my stomach about like, oh, I wish I had used my time differently. Like I used to feel in the past, you know, I think that's ultimately where that feel, those feelings of depression and sadness came from at the end of the trip. Because I feel like I, you know, happier, right? So, yeah. I don't know. I think that's a lot to do with not drinking and sober. So, completely. That weekend at Cray also was very easy because we were with super close friends who, in the past, we would drink to excess with. But they're, you know, I think, as I said, I think of them as sort of normal drinkers. Um, so there was never like a over the top or, you know, I, I know we have plenty of other friends who are good friends that I think would probably drink more to excess. And I wonder what that dynamic would be like. Maybe we just wouldn't go on vacation with a family where we know that they'd be looking to get after it. Um, nobody would ask us to go on vacation no, with us. Nobody wants to go on vacation <laughs> with us. But I think part of what led to this like Zen mode on vacation too was that um, the Crackers kids are at the same ages and line up with ours. So like mm. the, being with another family where the kids truly enjoyed being with each other, our kids didn't fight nearly as much as they did the week when it was just us and when yeah. it's always just them together. So that all helps contribute to a much more relaxing time too. Yeah. Well, um, I am glad that you were able to share your experiences with everybody about how it was for you on this vacation. So any other last minute thoughts? Mm, last minute thoughts. I know, you could sit here all day and chat, I know. <laughs> all right, well, thank <laughs> you. for episode three. Okay, thank you and have a great weekend and thanks for being patient about the, uh, this episode coming out late. All right, talk to you guys soon, bye. bye.